Hello, kings and queens. This is Jacqueline here with the Grow Program. You know, I notice um, everybody is wondering what is going to happen. <clears throat> everybody wondering, oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to say? You know, I, everybody just guessing. You know, even the weatherman, really, he guessing. You know, he kind of got an idea, but he guessing. You know, he'll tell you it's going to be sunny when it's going to be raining. You know, he'll tell you going to snow when it ain't going to snow. You know, uh, the sun is going to shine some places and some places it's not. That's just all it is to it. It's going to rain in some spots and some spots it's not. You know, but in the end, who really got the answers is the Lord. God is in control. You know, I'm going to tell you something. You can have uh, uh, even on a rainy day, even when it's raining, it's still beautiful. You can have the, the loveliest time in the rain. <laughs> you ever heard of singing in the rain? Dancing in the rain? Um, crying in the rain? I want to go outside in the rain? You know, um, even when it's raining, uh, the, the sun is still shining. It's still there. It ain't gone. It's still there. You know, <clears throat> you can have a good time in the rain. You can't. You got to look past the storms. You just got to look past the clouds. You got to hold on to God's unchanging hand. You got to ride on the arm of the Lord. You know, um, I want to talk to you this morning about, you know, I want to dedicate, really dedicate an episode, this episode, to my brother, Kelvin Derrick Sanders. <clears throat> born October 19th, 1970, and died January 1st, 2003. Kevin was a beautiful spirit. He really was. Kevin was the type of person to give you his shirt off his back. And um, I told him that one day. He turned it back on me in a joke. I said, Kevin, because he gave me a real beautiful suitcase, you know, rolling suitcase. This one of these things, I think these at first came out. Very nice. And I was glad to get it. And I said, Kevin, you, you the type of person to get somebody to shirt off your back. And he said, and you the type of person to take it. <laughs> he was he was a wonderful person. Always laughing, always make you clowning, you know. But little did we know, you know. Um, that he was hiding behind depression. He made everybody else laugh because that was his way of um, hiding his own pain <clears throat> and not allowing us to see his pain because he, he could overcome anything. You know, my baby brother was a, he was a warrior. I'm telling you, um, but, but he allowed, he was, he was defeated in the end. I say that <clears throat> he was defeated. Um, he was defeated by this country, the oppression up under this country. Um, my brother, he had never been married. <clears throat> he was very handsome. He uh, didn't have any children. He was a truck driver. And um, he fell up under the oppression of drugs. And he, at, the, at that time, 17 years ago, 18 years ago, um, I guess he felt that he didn't see any light. He didn't, I didn't know anything about drugs at the time. You know, I, I didn't, I knew about them like that, but I didn't know <clears throat> the grips that it, that it have you in. I really didn't. 
And he had a, at the time a brand new like Chrysler Concorde. And this thing was nice. He wouldn't even let you eat in there. And, and you had to sit right in there. You couldn't even look crazy in there. You know, he was funny, real funny about that car. And until one day I saw somebody driving it and who shouldn't have been driving it. Me and my mother noticed it. And he was very funny about that car. And he fell, I'm telling you, he fell up on he fell up under the oppression of this country with which in turn caused him to fall into depression. <clears throat> Excuse me. Depression is caused by oppression, which is caused by this country. You know, who do you think pushed the drugs into the country? So my brother fell up under the um oppression of crack cocaine. <clears throat> and when he felt he couldn't defeat it, he um he took his life. He shot himself on uh, New Year's Eve, January 2000. That was January. No, that was December 31st of 2002. And he was pulled off life support January 1st, 2003. And now I know. <clears throat> I know why on the way back home when I was driving at two o'clock in the morning. Now I know why. I heard his voice say, I'm all right, big sis. That was the time that they pulled him off life support at two o'clock in the morning. I didn't have the radio on and my, my kids in the back were asleep and I was alone in the car besides them. And I heard his voice just as clear as day say, I'm all right, big sis. I'm coming out of town, you know, trying to make it there before because they say he was on life support. And, um, Days later, I was heading back to go get my things because I had decided I was going to just come and stay um, back in Illinois. I was going to stay here. And um, I don't know how I made it. I don't know how I got there. To this day, I don't remember driving there. I was on the highway <laughs> heading back to Florida. And um, next thing I know, I'm at the cemetery. Now, there's a winding road to this cemetery. It's uphill, back road. You got to get... And there I was at the cemetery. So, I, yeah, I told you about that the other day. So, you know, and, and his spirit left that day at the cemetery. And um, the spirits are not resting. You know, the spirits are not resting as Christianity teaches. You know, if, if the good spirits are up doing, you know, the evil spirits are up doing. Um, he was very, very special. He was. But now I'm comforted because I know that my brother, um, I asked, why did my brother have to die? Why did my brother die, you know, during this journey? And I was told that my brother was a rebel. However, he's not a tormented soul because he's a victim of oppression of this country. So, you know, he oppressed himself. He didn't oppress anyone else. And I'm going to tell you something. If you've been oppressing someone else, <clears throat> you got time to change. You got time to fix it because there is a point in time that we are going to transition into the spirit world. And in the spirit world, there will be consequences for our actions on this earth. Even if we are oppressing ourselves, you know, we, we, we are going to face some type of consequence, you know, but it, it, it ain't going to be, you know, like 
<clears throat> condemned as a tormented soul. I mean, our tormented souls walking this earth right now. There's evil spirits who, who possess people that are walking this earth right now. The, you know, the evil work through folks, just like the good work through folks. You know, good work through people. <clears throat> good is working through me right now as I'm um doing this podcast. You know, God is working through me. You know, I don't I don't put evil and and delve off some different things in my spirit you know um there was a time you know i took my kids to to haunted houses different things like that then we had to turn around and come home to a haunted house you know and deal with the spirits in there <clears throat> but i'm gonna tell you something honey i was fixed in that house i, I was fixed about everything see you it, it's an evil realm it's an evil realm <clears throat> But you respect that evil realm. You don't delve off in that evil realm. You don't fool with that. You know, with the with the scary movies and, and different stuff like this and that and the other. Because I'm going to tell you something. When I was in that house, an incident happened. And 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 I never forget this. See, and I thank the Lord to help me overcome the evil. Because I truly was afraid. You know, and when you, when you, when you, you get to a, a point in life because God give you a, a sense of power. He truly does, you know, to, to be able to be powerful. And through your spirituality, your spiritual journey, you will learn that, you know, <clears throat> to be powerful, not be fearful. You know, don't walk in fear because I walked in fear when I lived in that house in the beginning. You know, but in the end, you know, I, I walk in power. I step up in there in power. Them demons move out of my way. You know, they know this is the Lord. Hey, we got to respect this. Get back, you know, <clears throat> and they don't bother me in there. You know, uh, uh, the time I had to go back, go back in there. But <clears throat> anyway, what I'm saying is, I want to tell you this incident that happened. Um, I was in the house and my daughter was in the house and it's thundering and lightning. You know, she upstairs, I'm downstairs. You know, uh, I knew something was getting ready to happen. I just felt it like thundering and lightning in the haunted house. And I'm sitting there watching TV because I like to keep lights, a lot of lights on, you know, um, you know, back in the old days, you couldn't do that. You had to turn the lights out. You couldn't talk on the phone. Mama made you lay down in the dark. <clears throat> but we sitting in there with all the lights, with you know, with lights on and everything. And then all of a sudden, in thunder and lightning, all the lights went out. And they stayed out for about a good five seconds. And she, I heard her holler. And just as, just as she, uh, you know, was getting going... The lights came pop back on and and we call one another and, you know, and, and said, oh, you know, like, you OK and all of that. But it was a very, very frightening experience. And I would just want to let you know that that frightening experience right there. Let me know how deep and evil that that I was in the midst of and that. <clears throat> how strong God is. God is powerful over all evil, over anything, any storm, any cloud, <clears throat> anything you got going on. God is more powerful than that. You know, God turned those lights right back on, popped them right back on. Look here. I'm in control here. I'm in charge here. You know, while the lights was, was out around me, the lights in that house came right back 
own. You know, hey, look, I'm working in here. This is, I'm on, you ain't got no control in here, evil. So see, that's what we got to do, people. We got to allow God to be in control. Don't walk in fear, walk in power. God gives you a sense of power, not of fear. So walk in that, people. Claim that. Walk in that royalty. Don't be afraid of anything. I'm tell you something. Um, just don't be afraid of nothing, anything. And 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 walking that walking that power. I'm telling you, walking that power is really true. God does give us a sense of power. He does a sense of strength and nothing, no pain, no suffering, because you're gonna fight to the end. You are a warrior. You are a conqueror. You are not one to give up. You ain't no rebel. And see, that's what my brother did not know. And that's what I did not know to tell him. You know, I wish I had, but things happen for a reason. So I'm here to tell you not to give up the battle. You know, not to, to, to keep on fighting, to keep on going, to keep on moving, to keep on rising, to keep on growing. Because it's in you. That power is in you all. Already, all you got to do is grab hold and pull up and rise. Come on with me. We growing. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. You know, grab hold. Let's go. Come on. We growing people. Greatness reached over oppression through wisdom all over the world. God bless you. I love you. No one is superior over you. Walking royalty people.